Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Revis and Butthead podcast. And in today's episode, I am joined by my co-host, Hussein, as always. And we are also joined by another special guest, not the same special guest as last time, Kyle Parks, big Giants fan. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm happy to be on with you guys. I had a little uh, Giants blue in here, a little too much green. I, I honestly like the color blue a little better than green, even though I'm a Jets fan. But hey, that is unbiased at its finest. But we are going to be doing a realistic mock draft the day before the draft. All 32 picks. We are doing trades this time. We're going to spice it up a little bit. And Hussein will be on the clock first, followed by Kyle. And then I will be picking third. And we will rotate from that point on. And... Little little bonus for Kyle, since he's a Giants fan. He will be making the picks at five and seven just because he's on the podcast and he might as well pick for his favorite team. And I'm feeling nice today, so why not? But <laughs> Much without, appreciated. without further ado, Hussein, you are on the clock with Jacksonville at pick number one. Okay, so last time we did a mock draft and I was picking first, I said, I thought about doing this and I wasn't there yet. This time I'm there. Number one tomorrow is going to be Trayvon Walker. I super confident in that. Ooh, getting spicy. He's, he's minus 300 right now. Like that's just absurd. I, I was going to be really conflicted if you didn't go Trayvon Walker, because if you went Hutchinson, I really, just from the mocks I've read, I, it's anywhere from Malik Willis to, I even saw someone getting sauce at two for the lions. They have a Cuda. Uh, obviously, he's not doing too great. So you made it a lot easier for me. And I'm going to go Hutchett, too, because that just uh, that falls right in their lap. They, you, oh. can't, you, can't, uh, you can't pass up, I, I don't think. Cough, cough. This pick will be KT tomorrow. Cough, cough. I could see a very real possibility that that is KT, but Hutchinson still makes a lot of sense. They love him in, in Detroit. So He's a hometown hero. He went to Michigan. He's a hometown hero. Did you see he went on the PFF podcast and said he doesn't want to live in Michigan? Like he'd rather live in Florida. All right. Well, he can he could travel. <laughs> he can travel. I, I think I, he said that because he wants to be the number one pick. I, I've oh, just seen way too much. Like I understand if it's like from one place, but I've seen like a dozen different places like the last three days saying like the Lions have KT higher on their board. Their board is Walker one, Thibodeau two. I've just seen that so many places. I saw that too, but I just think. And I mean, obviously, this, whole, this all this Walker stuff just not that it just came out of nowhere, but within the past week or two. But I just think this whole time they weren't even expecting to have a chance to have Hutchinson, and now he's there. You might be right, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with Hutchinson. I'm I'm staying with there with two. Stand your ground, KP. I like it. That brings us to number three, Houston Texans. They are on the clock. There's been a lot of steam going with this guy going number three. I think it makes some sense. He has an incredibly high ceiling. I'm going Derek Stingley here. Lovey Smith is a big secondary guy. He wants his corners, and I think he's going to get probably, if not one with the highest ceiling in this draft, who could probably be the number one corner in this draft in about five to ten years. Lock it in. Um, yeah. I've seen way too much Derek Stingley. Um, 
Also, don't forget, you said Lovey Smith. Uh, they have Nick Casario over there from New England. That, this, that was my logic for them taking Hamilton last time. I think Stanley makes a lot of sense this time. Um, I think he's a carbon copy of Stephon Gilmore, and they got that in Houston. I think it's hilarious that um, Sauce was just – Sauce was all – I mean, obviously, early Stingley, like he was ranked the first corner, and then it was Sauce for the longest time, and now we're hearing that Stingley's going to go first anyway. I just think it's absolutely hilarious how much the board moves throughout the, uh, the whole draft guys, process. But... Guys, I don't mean to interrupt, but there's a spider on my wall. Okay. Go kill it. Uh, I'm freaking out. Go do something about it, dude. Thing is big. Okay. Um, I'm picking four um, and just getting a bunch of napkins. Uh, I'm really not happy about this, but this is all we've heard over the <laughs> last week. I mean, I'm taking Iguanu. We said uh, I realistic. Don't... I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I'm making that very clear. I would not do it. I don't care who's on the board. I would take Kayvon Thibodeau. I'll take Jermaine Johnson. I would consider Jamison Williams. I would not do it, but I'm mentally preparing myself for this to happen tomorrow. And this is my, this is my grievance. Yeah, I don't like this. Uh, with the number fourth pick in the draft, you got you to gotta be able to say you got definitively better with this pick, and I can't say that with the Jets. I, 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 I never understood I, it personally, but I can't I, say it. I, it's I agree, all the steam. It's all the steam a, right now. There's a, I would put it right now, like realistically, it's a coin flip that this is the pick tomorrow. It's 50-50, right? It's a very real possibility, and, I, and it so, kind of pains me to say that. I'm not happy about this, but all right, Iguano at four, lock it in. I'm going to kill the spider. Um, I mean, you guys know, obviously, big, like we said, big Giants fan over here. I read a tweet about 10 minutes before we started recording that this guy, uh, Becton, was weighed over 400 pounds at one point and just can't stay healthy. So I don't know why. I know you guys are upset because you think Becton still has the potential, but Zachy W needs some, uh, needs some solidified protection. Um, that 400 pounds was while he was still recovering. Like it was when he, I read after surgery and he couldn't move. Okay. I you mean, know what I mean? Like, yeah. like he was bedridden for eight weeks and then yeah, he put on weight at that time, but. As we all do. As we all do. Uh, all right. Well, I don't hate it for you guys, but I, I get, I get why, uh, I get why it's a little upsetting, but I, I'm going to pick, wait, I'm up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're, up. you're up buddy. Um, Number five with, the, with big blue. Yeah, so everything I keep reading is that the Giants love Charles Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, they love Charles Cross, even though Evan Neal's still there. I I know I'm really something, I really something to also think about is Evan Neal has played right tackle before Charles Cross has right. not. Exactly. So I also read that, but um, I really I'm. Deep down, I'm I'm gonna stick with Evan Neal, but I just keep reading reports that they love Charles Cross. But I don't know if it's one of those things where, like I said earlier, Evan Neal was projected to go before five. Like it was at one point we were not expecting to get him, um, and now obviously he's available. But I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't be upset with Charles Cross or Evan Neal. But I think if you're the Giants, we we gotta go, we gotta go lineman at five. So I'm gonna lock in Evan Neal. You know, I I saw something really interesting. And I kind of want to hear, see how you feel about this. It's that the Giants at five should take sauce in case Carolina trades out of six and someone takes him there 
if if they have Evan Neal and Charles Cross graded like almost identically, then they'll take Sauce at five. Let the Panthers take or pick between oh, Cross Neal. and Neal at six. Oh, that's smart. That's and then take whatever is left at seven, who you have equally graded. I mean, I definitely so like, I love Carol. Yeah, I like that. But my my uh, not that I'm the GM running the show, but I would love the Giants to trade back. And I think we really need line, but obviously with Wink's defense, like he prioritizes corners like sauce. So I, I would love that. I would love getting sauce and either uh, Neil and cross, but um, I really think that offense line is the biggest need. So getting them at five, I think you got to do it, but I do get what you're saying though, because um, I mean, Panthers can go line too. Like you said, they can get Neil or cross, but, that's really not a bad idea. I'm still going to stick with Neil because I want to trade back. Yeah. But I, I honestly, now that you're making me think that, uh, now you're making so, me think about that, I kind of want that to happen. So if you're like really stuck between the two and it's like they're evenly graded, you can just take sauce, ensuring you get him, and then let Carolina make the hard choice for you. Right. And we look like geniuses. That brings me up to Carolina's pick, if I do say so myself. Uh, so. Carolina is in a very unique spot, right? It can go quarterback. They can go O-line. But Icky's off the board. Evan Neal's off the board. I don't know if they're quite sold on Charles Cross. So I'm going to make a trade. Mm. And I'm starting early. And I already have the uh, trade value mapped out. The team that is trading up is it's obviously an overpay. So I have the Green Bay Packers moving uh, all the way up, giving up 22 and 28 and 59 uh, for pick six, and they get pick 199 in return. Okay. I need to say that so, all again so I could put it in here. Yeah, me too. So I will repeat myself. I have the Green Bay Packers giving up pick 22, 28, and 59. Wow. To the Panthers for pick number six and 199. Now, I think this is a great move, not only for Carolina, just because they get to accumulate more picks, because after six, their next pick is 137. So this gives them... 22, 28, 59, 137, which gives them ability to maybe take a quarterback at the end of the first round. I don't know. But nonetheless, I am making that move. The Packers gave up an expected value of 1,750 points. And the Panthers get 1,600 and about 13 points. So clear overpay. It's realistic. We're keeping it realistic forcing the trade. And now who we get to pick. So I think Aaron Rodgers has a, has more than just one year left in the tank. I think he signed a two or three year deal. Exactly. So I'm going to have the Packers taking Jamison Williams mm-hmm. from Alabama they get an absolute burner on that field. And I think this is a match made in heaven for Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to be very, very happy as he sits there sipping on his whiskey, watching the draft. 
I am terrified. Um, How long have you been thinking of that? Uh, quite honest, I, I, I knew I was going to trade out of the number six pick with Carolina. And I was thinking, I wanted to do the Saints, but the division rivals, that's not going to happen. Never going to happen, no. The Eagles was an option, but I think they want to stand pat with their two first round picks. I think Howie Roseman's main focus on that was just splitting, splitting his hand over the next two years with two first rounders each. And I know the Packers are going to be in win now mode. Aaron Rodgers is not getting any younger. I think it's time for them to make a big move and to help out their quarterback for, uh, for once. So Jamison Williams in green Bay, I think would be a really good match, especially with Aaron Rodgers, And it gives him the opportunity to not have to feel like he needs to rush back. The offense is established already. I think it's a win-win. I think that was a, I mean, I know you said it was an overpay and we know that teams overpay to go up that far. Um, but that was a lot to give up. I would absolutely sit there salvating if the Giants traded for that at seven. Um, but my question, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What what wide receivers would have been there that they could have picked? I, your boy George Pickens, I don't know you love, could have been, I mean, been sitting right there. That might be a little early for him. Pickett, Pickens would have probably been there. Uh, it's a little early for him. Maybe Traylon Burks is there. Wide receivers um, get slim pickings fast. Chris Olave might be there at 22. It's it's really tough to say because I have a feeling once it hits that maybe uh, really it's 14 or 15. Once you have that stretch until about 21, all those teams could potentially take a receiver. You have – Yeah, they will go fast. The Eagles would – arguably could take a receiver somewhere with one of their first rounders. The saints need a receiver. The chargers could use a receiver. The Patriots could use a receiver. So with all that said, I think they need to get aggressive. Now I wanted to go Drake London because I know green Bay is really stubborn in terms of getting big receivers who can block. But I think Jamison Williams is really that X factor who can take that offense to the next level. So that was really my thinking. I like it. I like the creativity. I, I really try, like that trade. I try. I hope I, I made really... a lot of Green Bay fans happy with that. I'll tell my Packers friends fans right now, they'll jump for joy. I hope so. Um, so I'm on the clock at seven with the Giants, who's saying that I think that means you're up next for the Falcons. I think we no, just, just it'll be easier if you just skip me. Um all right, well. I am influencing this pick, though, because this is kind of mine. I, I Honestly, I was going to phone a friend for you guys to help me out with the whole trade thing because I know <laughs> you guys use the tra- You guys have the trade charts pulled up. Um, I have it, too, phone but I've never friend. used it. Yeah, it's I'm going to phone a friend for you guys. Kyle's Kyle, sitting there with his calculator no, I know, out. But I, I was, when I was doing mocks, I know, but it's just the, there's a lot of numbers on the screen right now. I, I, Kyle, I, phone a friend. Kyle, I hope you know that if you type into Google NFL draft pick trade, uh, pick chart calculator you can type in the oh. picks and it'll calculate the value for you okay wait well, really yes i'm doing it my calculator the whole time all right so no you maybe, guys... maybe i can cut my mouth shut yeah you guys uh you seem Shit. to be pros at that so help let me let me speak my mind and then on what i need to uh, help for the decisions with and you guys let me know what you think so i want the giants to trade back and i'm thinking that 
I have three teams in mind. Okay. Um, one, I mean, this is really, I don't even know if it's worth it, but the Seahawks, they're at nine. They need a quarterback. So I, they might want to jump the Falcons, who might get a quarterback too. So I was thinking nine, but I really want the Giants to get a first next year. I don't think they're going to give up a first to move up two spots. I One. think a great trade partner for you would be the Chargers. Who are the Chargers um, trade up for? A wide receiver. Tackle. Oh. Tackle. Receiver. They, they, have they need two, a right tackle. They really need a wide receiver. They have, don't they have Brian Beluga? He's a, every every Chargers fan wants him cut. Okay, I wouldn't know better. You're on Chargers. Right, not so me. that's not a bad spot either. But I'm thinking one Seahawks, two the Saints. But again, they don't have a first next year. And then but three the, was the Steelers because they might trade up from Malik Willis. I um, think I, don't, I think the I don't know the, if teams are going up that far for a quarterback. I think the most realistic one, and this might sound crazy, Saints sixteen and nineteen for a tackle. That's your best trade offer, I think. I don't think teams are flying up the boards for a quarterback right now. All right, so I'm I'm all in. I would take two first this year, and I I really would love to. I mean, to add one next year, but who's gonna cry with two first rounds? Uh, three first, first round picks. Right there. Yeah. You get three. So, you have three. Yeah, right. I meant an additional one, but um. All right, so let's do that. I'm gonna trade down from seven to sixteen and nineteen. That actually wins you the trade by a decent chunk. Um, you right, guys, so you got you got to throw something in? more in. All right, so I'll throw in. You said sixteen to nineteen, right? For the Saints, that's, yeah, so I'll, that's I give up a third. One thousand, one thousand eight hundred seventy-five points is your returning, and you give up fifteen hundred. So there's a three hundred seventy-five point difference. Can if you throw in a uh, sixty-seven, if you throw in a third, you win the trade by a hundred points, which is a lot more realistic. All right, so do that. So seven and sixty-seven for sixteen and nineteen. Um, all right, Hussein, so you take it over now because I want to get the other two Giants fixed. So wow. What do you think the Saints will do? Snake. Um, I would not be shocked if they trade up for a quarterback. I'd put it at 50-50. But me and Joe went this way last time. It's funny. Last time the Saints did at 16 and got this guy, I'm taking Charles Cross. Okay. He's not yeah. going to be there at 16 this time. He's not going to be there at 16 this time, no. It just, it just makes too much sense. Like, Way yeah. too much sense. All okay, right. So now is it my turn? No, yeah, Joe, you got it. I can't. I already just math, it, math is hard, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah. It's okay. Sometimes it's a struggle. But anyway, we have the Falcons on the clock at number eight. I think this is a situation where you sprint this pick to the podium Wait, if you're Atlanta. Isn't this this is no, this is Kyle. I know, but I just did all the giant stuff, so I'm just gonna let Joe take it. I'm was, so confused. We switched at the last second, but Joe got it. It's all good. After, after I pick Hussein, it's your turn, and then we'll go back to our regularly scheduled programming. I, How's that? Is that does that sound to good pick, to you? I thought I was picking 10. I'll pick nine. You pick 10. You okay. The Jets pick. This is chaos. Kyle, see what you yeah, do. We're, we're starting to confuse every, everything around here, but don't worry, Hussein. You're, you'll pick a 10. Don't worry, okay? Number eight, Falcons are on the clock. This guy is still on the board. He dropped quite a bit. Kayvon Thibodeau, I'm not thinking twice. Falcons are taking KT. Yeah, I was thinking that. It's kind of disgusting that Sauce is still there, though. I mean, I think they could use... I think that's a good pick, but I'm just shocked that Sauce is still on our board. Well, you did trade out, Kyle. I know, I know, I know. If you didn't trade out, he probably wouldn't be there. 
Yeah, I know. Just just pick nine and ten so we can get back on on track. Okay. Jeez. Okay, nine. I took this position last time for Seattle. I still think it's where they're gonna go. It makes the most sense. And now a in there could be their eyes, not my eyes, if superior players on the board and a mod gardener. There you go. Going to Seattle at nine. Yeah, it's good for them. Excuse me. His name is Sauce, damn it. Did you what was that barbecue sauce thing today? He said barbecue sauce was his favorite sauce or something. <laughs> what on on the Rich Eisen interview or something? Somewhere he said barbecue sauce is his favorite sauce or something like that. He got, he got a lot of heat. If that's the case, he's my favorite corner of all time in, in that case because I, I lived off barbecue sauce for a while, especially in college. You say we had a, we had a nice big jug of barbecue sauce at all it times is. on tap. Absolutely. Right. Pick ten. Um, actually, now you know sauce to keep on tap. Chick fil A sauce. Oh, you, it's a must. It's a keep it on tap. All right, pick ten. Um, this is really interesting. Um. A lot of people thought four, if four is an offense tackle, 10 would be an edge rusher. I'm not buying into that. First of all, I think the Jets do not make this pick tomorrow. I'm standing very firm on that. I think around 6.30 p.m., Joe Douglas is going to give in and trade pick 10 for Debo Samuel. I think that will happen tomorrow after, tomorrow evening. But staying at this pick, I'm going to take Drake London. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. I like the depth of the edge class a lot more than the depth of the receiver class. And, and that's a fair point to make. Cause like we said earlier that we, we do expect some huge run on receivers and may not be the case with edge rushers. Who knows? Maybe we can get lucky. Um, real quick before we move on. I don't know if you guys saw the, what I uh, sent you that the 49ers beat reporter from the athletic said that the 49ers might wait until the jets are on the clock at 10 to announce a Debo trade just to make sure the guy that they want is there. Yeah, that's smart, I think. Imagine trading for 10 with, like, you know, Jameson Williams in mind, and he's not even there. Yeah. So that's something we have to watch for, even when we're on the clock tomorrow, if the trade doesn't happen before the draft. All right. Um, All right, well. I think this means you're up, Kyle. Yeah, I am up at – at 11 with the, the commanders, the Giants, uh, Giants little rivals. I'm looking we'll at be their biased needs. for this pick, Kyle. No, I'm not. I'm looking at their needs, and I think it's, again, hilarious that it says quarterback because they just traded for Wentz. But um, Carson Wentz. Yeah. I really think I'm thinking uh, Landon Collins, the old Giant, just got cut. And I'm thinking there's a hole at safety. I don't know exactly what their roster, who they have at their for safety besides Lena Collins. I will look right but now I know for you, Kyle buddy. Hamilton. I know Kyle Hamilton went on a visit there. Um, so obviously, I mean, a lot of the top picks obviously do top thirty picks, but I think that Kyle Hamilton would be a good uh, a good fit there. I will say one thing I've seen is they're doing a lot of work on quarterbacks. I mean. Like they're doing, I, a, they're, they're meeting with every top quarterback. They just traded for Carson Wentz, yeah, but and, and and we said this last time, like they were in the same division as Wentz for three years. They know who Carson Wentz is. Like, do you think really that's really their only plan? I think that was an insurance plan. No, but I think I was gonna say next year, just like everybody else's plan is, but could be. 
But they have met with every quarterback for what it's worth. They have. I would think but, Kyle Hamilton is a good pick as well. I mean, their safeties don't yeah. look all that great, uh, in all honesty. It's really Cameron Curl and Bobby, McC- Bobby McCain. Yeah. Um, all right, well, I'm, I'm rocking with Hamilton. It could be a quarterback. You're right. It's listed no. as the biggest need. Wentz, uh, again, like you just said, probably temporary, unless he uh, catches lighting in a bottle again. But I'm going to go Hamilton. I like that pick. It's the best player available, and Ron Rivera is known for his defensive prowess. So I think he's going to jump for joy when he sees Kyle Hamilton drop this far. Now, this brings us to the Vikings at number 12. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I made this exact same pick in our previous mock draft. I think so. It's really lame of you. It's it's it is really lame of me, but I I don't really see much else. I mean, I'm I'm not a huge George Karloftis fan, so I don't want to I don't want to have him go here. It's lame. I think I'm gonna have to go Trent McDuffie again. Yeah, this McDuffie's that boy. Wait, you're going Trent McDuffie? I'm going Trent McDuffie. Yeah. Okay. Because that I their their corners are really ugly. Aside from Pat Peterson, and Pat Peterson is like already over aged. thirty, so yeah. I they need something there. So I think it makes a lot of sense. Okay, that puts me up with Houston, who needs every position at thirteen. <laughs> um, so if you need every position, man, where do you go there? Um, I think I might just take who I think. They might have the best player on the board, who I think currently, even though he's way down the PFF board, I think is currently a top five player left on the board. I'm taking Jermaine Johnson for Houston. Okay. Wow. I didn't even realize he wasn't taken yet. He's ranked 32. Wow. PFF is not high on him. No. Wow. I would have loved if he was sitting there for the Giants. Well, I mean, realistically, he, he would have gone to Baltimore at the very next pick, so. Yeah. Um, so it's my turn. Yes. Okay. I am the Ravens. Let's see. Um, they got their the Ravens. I mean, I think they have it listed as corner for a need, but don't they have Marcus Peters and Marshawn Humphrey still? Yeah, it's just they were very injured last year, and they they're very old. Guys. Marlon Humphrey's getting up there. Uh, Jimmy Smith is is really up there. Uh, Dude, Jimmy Smith's been like thirty three for yeah. forever. He's old. Yeah. So corner is a very realistic need, but so is their front. They have a ver- they have a lot of old old players on their interior defensive line. Yeah, I was thinking. Um, I could get Jordan Davis is a little stretch. I always see him mocked to the Chargers too. Now that's my pick, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who's the other corner? The corner um on oh Andrew Booth. I've seen him go uh, going pretty high up too. 14 is probably early for him, but yeah, it's 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 quite a tad him. early, especially with this yeah, run on corners pick. that we've seen. It's it's kind of thin at this time. Hmm. All right, well. Would it be an absolute shame to go Jordan Davis or, De- I mean, Devontae Wyatt, too? I do not think it would be a shame to go Jordan Davis. I they... think Jordan Davis would be a slam dunk of a pick for mm-hmm. Baltimore, personally. But yeah. I think they were should... praying Jermaine Johnson fell, and he didn't, so now they're kind of screwed. Right. I mean, if they wanted Jermaine Johnson, you don't think they'd want George Kalatis? 
I know they're so. very different. I know. Yeah, very different players. And I just took Owa in the first round last year. Um, all right, so let's go Jordan Davis. This dude is an absolute wrecking ball. It's actually scary how big he is and how fast he moves. Um, he's he's very watching, fleet of foot for his size. I remember watching Nicobe Dean. Uh, I was at a bar with someone. Uh, we were, whatever, we were watching the Georgia game. And I was like, oh, my God, look at this D-tackle just flying in the backfield. He's an absolute wrecking ball. He's so good. He really is. But that brings us to pick 15. Philadelphia Eagles are on the board. I completely uh, overthought this because we all know Howie Roseman is not drafting a linebacker, but I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to give them Devin Lloyd. I'm just going to give them that presence of a player. So that fills a huge need. I don't think they're going to pick a linebacker at this spot, but that's the pick. You really, you finally, you so against it last time and you finally had him go Devin Lloyd. Yeah, I, I just, I really don't think it's going to happen, but I, I feel like the need is so I, bad. He may give why it. Why not Garrett Wilson? But, well, I, I, I think you, uh, I, it was definitely on my mind. Don't get me wrong, but I think that Devonte Smith and Garrett Wilson are very, very closely related in terms of play style. And it's a little too repetitive. So that's kind of why I didn't opt for Garrett Wilson. And it fills a huge black hole right. at linebacker. Okay. Dang, the Giants could have used him. <laughs> Giants. Okay, so I am picking 16 now for the Giants after they traded out of five for 16 and 19. And um, this is my pick, but I'm going to phone a friend here. Kyle, what do you think I should do with this pick? Well, I don't see anything know. very obvious. Tyler Lindebaum in the beginning of the draft process was like, again, like I said before, just so much movement. So he was such a high rank, like he was, from what I remember, he was like the best, obviously center is not as valued as tackle, but he was like all everybody was talking about at line. And we all know how the Giants uh, O-line looked last year, especially with that third and nine or whatever it was, QB sneak. So I'm thinking with that, uh, with Tyler Lindenbaum up front, we might have got, we might have gained nine yards on that. So hopefully we don't do it again. But I would take Tyler Lindenbaum. Is it crazy to draft Evan Neal and Tyler Lindenbaum in the first rounds? Two Absolutely linemen. Not. All right. Well, I good because so. I have I agree with this because I have Tyler Lindenbaum as a top five player on my big board. I think he's a top five player in the draft. He's just gonna fall because he's a center. But after when you have three first round picks, you can take a guy who's just the best player, even if he's not a as valued position. So, Linderbaum at 16. Beautiful. So, this brings up us to pick number 17. The Chargers are on the clock now. Uh, they have really two pressing needs at wide receiver and tackle. And, obviously, we talked about it shortly before. Garrett Wilson's still on the board at wide receiver. So, that's very, very tempting. Tackle, it's very light. Uh, the, the, the real only player there is Bernard Raymond. There's also a Trevor Penning, a Tyler Smith. But those are kind of names that I don't think are going to go this high. I, their ceiling is probably here in the first round of how early they can be taken. But uh, I'm just going to keep it simple. I think the Chargers are going to going to look are going to want to look for their next Keenan Allen since he's on uh, the older side 
at this point in his career. So I'm going to take Garrett Wilson. It's kind of lucky that he dropped to this point. And they're, they're getting some very needed youth into that receiver room. Um, I like that. I like that pick. They also have, I mean, yeah, I like it. They have, that's a stacked wide receiving room. Don't they have still a Palmer too for the slot? I mean, he's Josh not, Palmer. Yeah. yeah he's, not last world, year. he's not world breaking, but um, no, I like that. That's a stacked wide receiver room. Justin Herbert should absolutely go off with that. He has no he has no uh, excuse now. It's he's he's got to make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh. So next up is the Eagles. We all know how Jalen Rieger is just absolutely. He's a disappointment for them. They I all we keep hearing is um, they're gonna go wide receiver three years in a row. I I mean that's all I've been reading. That's a good possibility. They'll go through wide receiver three years in a row. Um, Devontae Smith, obviously last year and Riga before. So I'm going to give him Chris Olave. Nice. They, I think they really need a wide receiver. Uh, Jalen Hurts, hopefully can get him the ball. Not when they're versing the Giants, but I think that's a good pick for them. I agree. I like that pick a lot. He, he makes a lot of sense in that offense. I mean, it is a little repetitive with Devontae Smith, but you can't go wrong with two really good route runners. Um, and it, it kind of, I think it, it I think it boded well for them that I didn't take Garrett Wilson because Chris Olave was still there for the taking. Yeah, for sure. That worked out really well for them. Absolutely. All right. So I'm back up with the Giants again. I picked 19. I've done four New York picks this draft. It's insane. Um, so they've taken Evan Neal and Tyler Lindebaum. I think one of their biggest needs that's not talked about as much is corner. I think if they stay put at seven, that pick would be sauce. Um, so I think I'm, I'm going to go back to the corner well here. And Joe, we didn't get to do our pre-draft corner video, so you don't get to hear how high I am on this guy. I'm taking Kyrie Elam out of Florida. Okay. The man coverage skills definitely make sense. He's a man coverage skill ball hawk guy. I thought he was a great New England fit. That, in turn, makes him a great Wink Martindale fit. Just got to hope uh, he can tackle. Yeah. So I... I, obviously, I think the Giants need a corner. I honestly haven't done enough research and film watching besides Stingley and Sauce to even get my <laughs> input on them. But I just want to throw it out there that I, if I was my pick, I probably would have took Karloftis because we know how much we need edge rushers as a Giants fan. But I still like it. Um, I also saw Karloftis was comped to Justin Tuck, so that hit home. And <laughs> I like him for no, not no reason, but for that reason alone, but I'm up with the, uh, the Seahawks. I'm up with the Steelers. Sorry. I'm up with the Steelers at 20. And I really think they would have traded up by now to get a quarterback if they're going to do it. But if this is really how it plays out and Malik Willis is sitting there at 20, I'm thinking they have to sprint to the podium for that. So I'm taking Malik. Solid pick. First quarterback off the board. Yeah. This is like quarterback a manual at, draft at pick 20. Yeah. I mean, I think if Carolina trades out and like nobody trades up, that's realistic. Somebody will trade up. Somebody would probably try to jump Pittsburgh. I'm going to be surprised if the Giants trade down again, maybe try to get a first next year to jump Pittsburgh. But yeah. So it's my turn, right? Yep. yep 21. All right. All right. We're, we're cooking with gas now. Um, so Pick 21, Patriots are now on the clock. This receiver board honestly went horrible for them. 
because the best receivers on the board are really uh, Traylon Burks, Sky Moore, George Pickens. That's really who's left on uh, 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 there. So I don't think I'm going to go that way. Um, I kind of see this guy as a firecracker at this position. So I think he's going to fit what the Patriots want. I'm going to go into Kobe Dean out of Georgia, going to New England. He does a lot of different things. He can go back in coverage. He's a leader. He can line up even on the outside and rush the passer. He's sideline to sideline speed. I think he can really fit well in the hybrid defense in fronts that Bill Belichick likes to, uh, to deploy. So with all that said, Nicobe Dean's my pick at 21. I, I do not like that. I do not like that one bit. If you don't Jets, like you it, don't like it for the Patriots. If you don't like no. it, that means it's a good pick. I don't like it one bit. I can't believe you didn't take the, the punter. I thought we talked about this. <laughs> All right. Punter's realistic. The punter's realistic. I don't get it. He's so Matter- good. Matareza coming into New England. First mm. round baby. Okay. I'm on the clock with the Panthers at pick 22. They traded down with um, – they traded down with the Packers. So they're making their first pick of the first round of 22, and quarterback is sitting there for him. Everyone but Malik Willis. The, their GM, Scott Fritter, has gone as far as to tell Sam Darnold that there's a chance to draft a quarterback. I would be shocked if they traded out because I think they're drafting a quarterback this year. And I'm going with a guy who I personally, he's lower on PFF's board. I have him as my QB2 with his upside. I'm going Matt Corral. Wow. Okay. All right. I know you, you're going Pickett or Corral, but are, are I'm, a, sh- I'm a I'm a big Corral guy. Are, are you sure that Are you sure you want to take a QB now? Because I mean, it it looks like they can wait a little bit, uh, barring barring a trade up from the second round. I mean, between picks twenty two and twenty eight, you have the Cardinals, Cowboys, Bills, Titans, Bucks. Titans could take one. I'm I'm getting it out of the way. I'm getting the quarterback. I like I thought Matt Corral's realistically should go top 15 in this draft. I think getting him at 22 is a steal. Considering the fact that you also have three tackles, if you're like looking all the Panthers need linemen, they have three tackles you could justify taking in the first round, as well as still Zion Johnson and Kenyon Green. So I think they could get a lineman they want at 28. Um so I'm up with the Cardinals, I believe. 23. That is yep. correct. 23. I'm I'm really just sick to my stomach that George Kalathis is still there at 23, but I don't Kyle, know if he, he's a fit. I know you don't like him. I know you he's don't. a second round player. I'll be. I don't shocked think he's a second round player. If he goes tomorrow, he's saying. I, I, think, think, I think. I think you're actually very alone in the fact that you think he's a second round player. So you hate him too. I'm not a huge fan of him, but I'm not, not denying one, I mean, that he's not going to go in the first round because it's a very real possibility that he does go in the first round. I would not take George Kalathis in the first round. He's um, a guy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm not taking him. I'm not. I, as much as I want to, I just don't know if that's the fit for it. They did just lose their edge in uh, Chandler Jones. Yeah, they lost yes. him, but not obviously he's not really Chandler Jones type. But I do see a need as a uh, guard. And I think Zion Johnson was an absolute stud at the Senior Bowl. Indeed he was. So Indubitably. I think... Indubitably, <laughs> I think that that could absolutely help. Uh, that could help Kyler Murray out a little bit, buy him some time. Hopefully, he doesn't have to run around so much. Maybe get that extension. So we're gonna go with Zion Johnson. That's a great pick. You keep Kyler happy. You keep Kyler very happy. 
and you could have prevented him from requesting a trade potentially. Yeah. So good job. KB. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this brings us to the Cowboys. They are a, another uh, big offensive line needy team. I mean, uh, the Cowboys are very well known for scooping up people who drop George Karlaftis, mm. although I don't think he's that great of a player to warrant taking him over the offensive line need. So I'm going to go Kenyon Green. He makes a lot of sense. He is a big people mover at left guard. He can flex out to left tackle if, if need be. Um, I think he's going to be a slam dunk pick for Dallas. He fits their scheme perfectly in terms of blocking. And I'm pretty sure I made this exact same pick I think in so. our last draft. So, again, Kenyon Green to Dallas. Book it. So would you have taken Zion if I didn't take him a pick prior? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I... See, Zion Johnson has a, I feel like he has a little more versatility. However, I think Kenyon Green, just with his power blocking ability, fits what Dallas wants to do more than Zion Johnson does. I think Zion Johnson is a better fit in a system where he's asked to be out on the move more, like Arizona will ask him to be in the zone blocking scheme. So I, I think. Zion to Arizona and uh, Kenyon Green to Dallas is kind of like a match made in heaven for both teams. I don't think I would have taken him with if I was Arizona. Okay. I like it. So that puts me on the clock, correct? Yep, with the best New York team. Buffalo Bills? Yep. They're the only New York team. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a tough one. Um. Now, I'm actually I'm, – I'm thinking about something here, and I want to hear what you guys think. Um, I was thinking – okay, unrelated. Do you guys think Jonah Williams is a guard or a tackle on Cincinnati? Wait. He's played tackle, but I, he has experience at guard as well. Wait, who? Jonah Williams on Cincinnati. Because I... he is – He's played tackle, but he played guard and tackle in college. I I think he's a tackle. I was thinking that with the run on lineman, I have Cincinnati move up, take a tackle, kick Jonah Williams in the guard. I don't I don't know if I like that all that much. I don't know I mean, if I like that. Jonah Williams, he's better out in space blocking. I don't I don't know if I see him blocking in a phone booth at guard in the NFL. He did it in college and he looked pretty good at it. Yeah. Did, didn't but, the Bengals just sign two linemen too? They signed the guy from Dallas. I can't remember his name. They signed a center and a right tackle. They signed uh what's his name? That guy from uh, the, I don't know. Jensen, not... I think. Ryan Jensen, right? Or no, Ryan uh, Jensen. No, no, not Ryan Jensen. No, no, no. Um I think it's Alex Kappa. No, not Alex Kappa. The let me see no, who they, they signed. signed... From the from the Cowboys, they signed uh Leo Collins and at yeah. center they signed Ted Carras. Oh, they signed Alex Kappa. That's what it was. Uh, Alex Kappa. That's but yeah, they did sign Collins, right? They signed Lyle Lyle Collins. Yes. Lyle Collins. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I know so, their needs are garden center. It says, but yeah, I think they're set a tackle. I don't. I don't um, think their that. offensive line coach um, at the combine said he don't he doesn't think it's crazy talk to move Jonah Williams around the offensive line. I mean, and in coming a, into I mean, coming into the pinch, NFL, yeah, coming to the NFL, he was projected as a guard. 
and he has kind of struggled at left tackle. That's why I was thinking about this. Maybe I don't, I don't love it. I don't it's, love him at guard. Here's the thing. I think it's way too risky. And I think there's a much more obvious pick on the board, in my opinion, Buffalo bills are going to stay at this pick, not draft, not trade out and take trailing Burks. Okay. okay. I was looking wide receiver too, but I was, is Burks just, is Burks ahead of uh, sky Moore on all boards or. I think this is just PFF. It depends on what you need at receiver, what you want. I think. Burks is a quick guy, right? Skymore is a quick guy. I think Burks has Burks. Burks has the highest potential. I think if Burks is in a spot where he has to be the number one and win, you know, that kind of stuff, he's going to fail. But in a place like Buffalo, where he's going to be wide receiver three or four. It can get manufactured touches, and just slowly progress. He'll be good. Yeah, I like it. I was I was thinking wide receiver for them too. Gabriel Davis, uh, wide receiver two or three. Diggs, obviously, even Isaiah McKenzie thrown in there. Um, but I am up with the Titans and I think I'm going to go a little crazy. I think I'm going to go a little crazy. I think one more You're time, taking a quarterback. I'm going to go a little crazy. You're taking yeah. a quarterback. I think I'm going to go Kenny Pickett. Wow. Actually, Out of all quarterbacks, they... you took Kenny Pickett. I'm sorry. Hold on. Nope. I might take that back. Thank God. Well, first of all, his ADP is 25 and everybody else is 35 and 36. But why? Who would you guys... Who would you guys rather me go, Sam Howell or Ryder? Not Ryder. Ritter. Really? His name is Desmond Ritter. Ritter. Okay. What is that? Who you would want me to pick? Well, I'm not a Kenny Pickett fan. He's like my QB four. Uh, I wouldn't take QB here at all. Ryan Tannehill is the answer. Uh, I think they're going to ride that train until it halts. As long as I... you're paying Ryan Tannehill thirty six million dollars a year, you don't have a choice but to be your you, answer. Yeah, you can't draft a quarterback. At- $36 million a year when you're paying that. I just, I never liked Ryan Tannehill quarterback. The Titans I, do. I know they do, but they also have Derrick Henry in the backfield getting 86 um, carries a game. Can we talk about how PFF has their need as an edge rusher when they like have the highest paid edge rusher combo in football? I, I Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I was thinking that myself. have the greatest year. Um, Who would you say, like Joe? I'm pretty sure Bud Dupree did not have the greatest oh. year, but he was recovering from an ACL. So, Bud Dupree and Harold Landry and their needs in edge rusher, there's invested so much money into that position. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. Well, you guys are making me not want to go crazy anymore. So, no quarterback, but I would, I'm thinking wide receiver could be a move too because AJ Brown is not going to get traded, but on the brinks of trade talk and Julio Jones is gone. So, would you guys think? Is Sky more a fit there? Hmm. I don't know. I also don't think you also can rule out offensive tackle for these guys. Yeah, you. I mean, you are right. I mean, they did. They did go uh, Dylan. Who's their wide receiver too? Um, they trade for Robbie Woods, Bobby Trees. Oh, yeah. That changed right. anything for you? You're right. I mean, it does a little bit, but. I, I would not. I know they took like Joseph. They took Dylan Raddins last year, but I think he struggled big time. They they run into the ground in Tennessee. Like just put the yeah, best right. possible five. Okay. So, I mean, by default, you guys are kind of telling me I have to go line. I'm not allowed to go wide receiver, and I'm not allowed to go quarterback. You're allowed to go wide receiver. I don't. I, I wouldn't actually. It's not a bad move. I just you can I go wide go receiver. Line. Just don't go quarterback because that would not happen. Ever. 
Well, if it happens talk. tomorrow, I, I hope it happens tomorrow. Let you guys say that. I but, can. I'll eat my words then. I'll um, let you slap slap that that they don't take a quarterback tomorrow. Like, all right. Well, I'm just gonna go Sky more by default then, and let it keep rolling. Okay. Well, this makes my pick at 27 quite a bit easier because I see this guy having the ability to step in and and switch to guard quickly and excel, especially as a late first round pick. I really want to go Tyler Smith here. He's a nasty run blocker. He's just nasty in general. And I think he kind of replaces that hard nosed blocking mentality that they lost a little bit when they had some losses on the offensive line. Now they did get Shaq Mason, uh, but I I think I like his long-term, uh, ability i mean Devonte wyatt is also a player who can be there i'm actually a little torn honestly i thought i thought it was going to be easy but Devonte wyatt's there too and it's it's Devonte wyatt next to vita vea you know vita vea is taking up two people so Devonte wyatt's going to see single one-on-ones all day you know what I'm gonna, up, go De- I- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Devonte Wyatt. Do it up. I'm gonna. Go- that's a that's a perfect match made in heaven next to each other with him and Vita Vea. So I'm gonna go. Devonte Wyatt. I I don't think he's going this low. I think he probably goes in the early 20s, but it's not a bad slide. I think it's uh, around where he will end up going. I I have a question. Do you guys think quarterback is out of the realm of possibility for Tampa Bay at 27? I was thinking that before. I like, that's Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's back for one year. Who's the he guy? Had they one, just, he had they one foot out the door. They drafted Kyle Trask. Yeah, uh, Kyle Trask from Florida. Oh, come on, yeah. Kyle Trask. Like, that's what we're going with. You know, like Tom they Brady took, had one foot. They took him in the second round, just so you know. They were they were high on him. Tom Brady had one foot out the door last year. I just I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. I was thinking that after you guys said I couldn't take one for the Titans, but that's different. It's very Titans different. Under, okay. Well, that makes my decision very easy. Panthers, I told you to get their lineman at 28. Tyler Smith. Okay. No ifs, ands, or buts. Is this dude out of Central Michigan? Just like, do you guys not like him for any reason? He's old, I think. For not random. Ah, uh, yeah, he's yeah. on the old side. He's only been he 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 started he's- actually his college career at tight end, uh, and then he converted to line. Uh, so he's he's very raw at the position. When you combine raw, and I think he's going to turn 25 in his rookie. Yep, season. he's he's going to be 25 midway through the rookie year. Like I don't want to be an ageist, especially with these players, but 25 is pretty old for a rookie. You're looking at uh, him being 30 by the time his second contract rolls around. Mm. Okay. So that's kind of why I have him dropping this far down personally. Okay. So I'm up with the Chiefs at 29. Juju Smith is wide receiver one in the Chiefs, right? Yes. And, and um, what's his name? I think they got some. No, that's yeah. it. Just, just... No, they, they did add. Oh, Marcus. Else too. Yeah. Yeah. MBS. Yeah. MBS. He, uh, he's not helping out too much. I mean, he's a full, he's a, he's a quick dude, but he's no wide receiver one. Um. I know Joe, we know Joe loves George Pickens, and I'm now thinking that Sky Moore could have went here if he wasn't taken for Tennessee. But 
I don't picking? know. I, was that on purpose? Picking? No. Okay. Um, but now, uh, George Pickens, I keep reading. He's just, he has, uh, such a high ceiling. I, I was re- I was watching his, uh, his film and everybody was saying, we're going to look back and see how under, underlooked he was, but I just think he has a lot. I also read that he has a lot of growing up to do that. He didn't interview well, but I don't know. Hopefully he grows up in uh, Kansas city with Patty Mahomes because they need a wide receiver. And I'm going to go Pickens. I was going to say, if there's any place a receiver could truly grow up, it's Kansas City. It's, like any yeah, kind of situation. It, it's when you have probably the most generational talent at quarterback throwing the ball and, to you. And head coach. Right. That'll was, get your head on straight pretty quick. I also think they could have went um, one of the DBs. Well, good thing is they're picking again right now. I know. Not my pick, though, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> you know – you, you almost really took the words out of my mouth. So um, I'm, I'm just going to make the pick. I'm, I'm going to have the Chiefs taking Andrew Booth. It makes a lot of sense. He, he's, he got hurt, but I think the fifth year on the contract uh, since he was taken in the first round definitely helps that scenario. I still think he's going to be a first-round pick because of that. The talent's undeniably there. He's a great zone corner. Um, the, the Chiefs like to run a lot of zone coverage. So I think this is a really good fit, personally. I like it. He's a baller, too. All right, so that puts me in the clock at 31. And just like last time, the Bengals got screwed because every interior offensive lineman went. So I'm actually going to make a phone call. And this is going to be a little biased. Oh, here we go. Jets are moving up from 35. (laughs) I I told you I made the Dang, pick. Is this a Jets podcast or something? Oh wow, I wouldn't know. I made the pick of it being a wide receiver 10 because I said I liked it depth of the edge class a lot more. And also I think if the Jets realistically take Iguanu at four, they're gonna pick three times in the first round on Thursday night. So they trade 35 and 111, which is 622 points to move up to Cincinnati, which is 600 points at pick 31. Any um any Comments, concerns. That okay, trade. Wait, hold on. So thirty-five and one eleven for thirty-one, correct? Six hundred, six hundred and uh, twenty-two points for six hundred. Uh, my comments and concerns are that I knew we talked about it previ- uh, earlier that you wanted you wanted the Jets to trade back in, but I really think that I know again quarterback is not uh, ideal this year, but. I really think a quarterback needy team would jump back in to get that fifth year option. So I was they thinking could. that's where you're going, but I, I don't hate it. I, don't, I, I just don't can't think Jets. of anyone off the top of my head who would like in the early part of the second round, maybe, maybe Seattle could trade yeah. back in for a quarterback, but you also pick 32 out there. So, so this trade push it through. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. And the jets at 31 Along with the fifth, along getting a fifth year option on this guy, they are taking Boye Mafe out of Minnesota. Okay. So he is he's definitely my number five edge rusher, so I definitely like that pick. I have no complaints at all. I think that's pretty I think it's pretty good because now Cincinnati is in a better spot to address their line at 35 as opposed to like reaching at 28 or even move back again. So Carlotis is still there. And you just took this guy? 
I would take him over him 11 times out of 10. Math is hard, buddy. Yeah, I know. Um, I'd still do it. 32. Last pick. I just, now that George Clothis still didn't go, I just want to take him just so he goes in the first round, but I'm not going to. (laughs) Because it's just sick. It's sickening to me watching. I know they have Aiden Hutchinson. I'm not going to do it. But he's ranked 10. His ADP is 15, and he's still sitting there at 32. But are you guys – am I allowed to go – I mean, being – your other theory before is that they were paying Ryan Tannehill. Is Jared Goff not getting paid by the Lions? Am I allowed to go quarterback? I would go quarterback here. I would either go quarterback or trade with the quarterback needy team. I, mean, I would go quarterback. Jared Goff and Tannehill are not, are not one-to-one at all. Like – I don't know why everybody loves Ryan Tannehill. I just don't Ryan like him. Ryan Tannehill is getting – it's not that we love him. It's Ryan Tannehill is getting $36 million a year. And after this year, the uh, Lions can get out of Jared Goff's contract for zero loss. Okay, so for the last pick to help me wrap it up, I want your input on which quarterback the Lions should take. Howell, Ritter, or Pickett? Ritter. I, I like Ritter a lot. Really? It gives him a whole year to sit. I, do. I don't I don't like Pickett and I don't like Howell. I, yeah, I think Pickett's going to end up being a backup quarterback. I don't think How he's a I know is a toss-up, but I really thought Pickett would go before. But all right, we'll go Ritter. See, the problem with Pickett is he's got the great floor, but he's got no ceiling, none at all. And if you're addressing a quarterback, you need someone who can compete with those aliens like Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, eventually <laughs> Herbert, if he can make the playoffs, so. If you don't have a quarterback who you think can compete with them, you don't have a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. But wrapping up the whole first round, I am going to go uh, give everyone a summary. Picks one through 32. So get ready for a mouthful. So at pick one, we had the Jaguars taking Trayvon Walker. Pick two, the Lions took Aiden Hutchinson. At three, the Houston Texans took Derek Stingley. At four, the Jets took Icky. At five, the Giants took Evan Neal. At six, we had the Packers trade up in place with the Panthers to take Jamison Williams. Quite the bombshell, if I do say so myself. At pick seven, we had the Saints trade up with the Giants, selecting Charles Cross. Number eight, the Falcons took Kayvon Thibodeau. Number nine, the Seahawks took Sauce Gardner. Ten, the Jets took Drake London. Eleven, the Commanders took Kyle Hamilton. Twelve, the Vikings took Trent McDuffie. 13, the Texans took Jermaine Johnson. 14, the Ravens took Jordan Davis. 15, the Eagles took Devin Lloyd. 16, the Giants took Tyler Linderbaum. Really serious about rebuilding that offensive line. Kyle, I like it. That's how I think the Jets should have probably drafted in the first Joe Douglas draft. But here we are talking about taking a Kiyakuano because we didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so moving on before I get annoyed. Um. At 17, the Chargers took Garrett Wilson. One hell of a drop for him. The Chargers get Garrett Wilson. Anyway, 18, the Eagles took Chris Olave. Well, would you look at that? Ohio State boys going back to back. Number 19, the Giants took Kair Elam. 20, the Steelers took Malik Willis. 21, the Patriots took N'Kobe Dean. 22, the Panthers took Matt Corral. 23, the Cardinals took Zion Johnson. 24, the Cowboys took Kenyon Green. 25, the Bills took Traylon Burks. 26, the Titans took Sky Moore. 27, the Buccaneers took Devontae Wyatt. 28, the Panthers took Tyler Smith. 
29, the Chiefs took George Pickens. 30, the Chiefs again picking. They ended up selecting Andrew Booth. 31, the Jets traded back up into the first round to take Boye Mafe. And finally, at 32, the Lions took their last swing in the first round on Desmond Ritter. Mouthful? Mouthful. Yeah, so you two talk for a little bit while I recover. <laughs> Kyle, how would you grade the Giants draft? Oh, God. If the Giants have this draft, I I would fall in love. Although, I really... I don't say it. Don't say it. I know you're going to say don't say it. Yeah, I won't say it. But we all know <laughs> I would have took edge at 19. But um, I'm looking back now, and I just don't know... Ideally, obviously, I like it, but I don't know if the Saints trade up two, two firsts to get Charles Cross. I, I know I made that. I'm the one who coordinated that trade, but I'm looking back now. I don't know. I think you, so. also have to, you also have to remember the Saints almost always take all their picks and always trade up. Always. They did it for the edge rusher, like Peyton. I forgot his name. Peyton Turner, maybe? No. I think they stayed for him. Davenport. Yeah, well, they did. They also they also did for Davenport. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. So I I think when that trade with uh, New Orleans and Philadelphia went down, everyone said one of two things: they're trading up for a quarterback, or they're trading up for a tackle to replace Teron Armstead. And I think we talked about this last time. Jameis Winston was good last year when he was healthy. Let's see what he does again. Hopefully, healthy this year, and replace go replace your franchise tackle. Still deal with not having a first round pick next year. Yeah, but besides that, I think um, I don't know. I think I think we did pretty good. I think um, I think Sauce slid a little further than he's going to tomorrow at nine. I know that's not really that much of a slide. He's still in the top ten, but I really thought he was going to go earlier than that. But just the way we traded it and it fell, it didn't happen. With two trades, yeah. If there's no trades, he probably goes seven. Yeah, which is crazy which I would because love. which is crazy because it just goes to show that. On draft day, someone making a trade can just make someone fall further than they should have. Oh, yeah. The whole board, it wrecks the whole board. KT went to eight, which I think is a slide, but I think honestly, if I had to bet where KT is going to go tomorrow, I think he'd go eight. Even Jermaine Johnson, I've been reading, is like a top 10, maybe even top five, and he went 13 for us. That's what I'm saying. This, this draft is better at the top than people make it seem to be. We have guys that we think should be top 10 players sliding out of the top 10. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah. The quarterbacks was all over. Uh, we're all over the place. That's hard to, uh, especially in this year's draft. That's hard to pinpoint. So, I'm sure, just like everybody else's draft, uh, mock draft. This, it's uh, it's, it's gonna be hard to get right. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's, it's perfect. Perfect in its own ways, just like you're it's, saying. So, wow. <laughs> Joe, how would you grade how I did for the Jets? I made three picks. Well. <sighs> See, I can't blame you. I can't blame you for picking Icky because that's all the I would also say steam right now. I'm gonna go through each pick. Okay. Number four. I don't like it, but I can see the Jets doing it. No matter how much I disagree with it, he's still a great player. At number 10, I like Drake London. He brings size to the room. Makes a lot of sense. And then Boye Mafe at 31, which I really like Boye Mafe. He's going to be a great situational rusher. Um, I would probably give this a 
I would, uh, I would probably give it a B, maybe a B minus. So I would say B minus to B would be my grade for this draft personally. What, what would you give it? I'd say B, I think. I tried to make it as realistic as possible. Again, I said I wouldn't do what I did at four. I also think if this happens, Becton is traded Friday afternoon for a second and fourth. For Debo and, uh, yeah, Debo straight up. I still don't think we pick a 10, but I think if this happens, Kai Becton is traded Friday afternoon for a second and fourth to a team that missed out on a tackle in the first round. Let's hope that's what happens. But it's going to be difficult because Joe Douglas is going to be selling low on a player, selling I, selling low at an all-time low, might I add, and that's not really a Joe Douglas move. Now, he did get two first-round picks for Jamal Adams, who went scorched earth on New York and having Manish Mehta write a whole uh, hit piece on the Jets. So he sold you Sam, never know. Sam Dar- yeah, he sold at Sam Darnold's lowest. Yeah, it's tough. It really is. Uh, but if you're sh- back, then you better get – I'm just going to say you better get a first if you're picking Icky. You better. I, that's, I would be, that's all I'm saying. I would just be shocked if we draft Icky and leave this you know, weekend with Beckton still on the roster. Right. Yeah, you really can't. You and can't. it just – it, it, like, it shoots the whole we're drafting this because we don't want Beckton to get hurt and we tried out Connor McDermott as our left tackle. Yeah. But – you're still in that same boat if you trade back then. So I don't really see how the Jets get better at number four with this move, but they've been linked together throughout this whole draft season. So uh, I can't, I, I can't knock you on your grade because of that. I, pick. I also think um, we have to mention that in that sense, a lot of people like, Oh, you can take one because fans going to leave. George fan said today, he spoke to the media that they've started extension conversations already. Which they should. Which they should. Absolutely. Before he has another great year and demands $20 million. Is George Fant the left tackle? Yes. Well, he played left tackle and back then was hurt, yeah. But the year before, he played right tackle. So drafting Icky, we're, we're only assuming he's left tackle and George and Fant's that, right? Yeah, that's, that's another problem. You're, you're kicking George Fant back to his position where arguably he's not as good at compared to left tackle. So I, I, I really don't understand if, if I'm going to ta- if you really want to sell me on a tackle, I'd probably go Evan Neal and put him at right tackle. Honestly, I'd probably go Icky Iguanu at right tackle. And that's, I don't move Fant off left tackle right now. Yeah. I don't move Fant. If, if you really are bent on trying to get a lineman in, uh, but KP Hussein, do you guys have any uh, last thoughts on the mock draft? Nope. Um, my one last thought is I know you guys mentioned it, but KT could easily go to the Lions tomorrow, I guess. Hutchinson dropping at three if Walker goes one is just, again, just unheard of about two weeks ago, even a week ago. But I know we've been reading and listening and seeing the buzz about it. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. Uh, I would say one thing on that. I told Kyle this earlier. If Iguanu and Hutchinson are at four, I don't have confidence in the Jets taking Hutchinson. And I think Hutchinson may fall to the Giants at five if that happens. I don't think that will happen. There's just no way. I don't Listen, think so. I think I want, I want to remind you guys that 2018, when the Jets took a quarterback, and I, was, I remember I kept telling Joe this, that I thought Sam Donald would fall. And then everyone's like, no way he's going to fall. He's going number one. And then we woke up draft morning, and it was Baker Mayfield's going number one. You think we'll know who's going number? Well, we kind of know it's Trayvon Walker. I'll be shocked if it's not Trayvon Walker. 
tomorrow, which is good because like as much as I don't want Ike Iguanu, I want Trayvon Walker even less. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I do not want Trayvon Walker. But Mm -mm. with all that being said, guys, thank you again for listening to the full episode of our mock draft the night before the NFL draft happens. We hope you enjoyed uh, this mock draft where we threw in a little spice with some trades. But with all that said, please follow our Twitter page. Our handle is at Revis underscore Budhead. Please follow, like, retweet, interact with us Jets fans. It's all love in the end. Even Giants fans can interact uh, as well. That includes you, Kyle. Yes, sir. But thank you for listening. We hope to see you in a very happy mood after Thursday and Friday and Saturday of the NFL draft. And hopefully these New York teams get a lot better and will be competing for playoffs in the future and for years to come. So thank you guys and peace out Jets and Giants nerds.